my recommendation would be don't even show up in a costume at a race. Go dressed as a runner and just go run. But, you know, I don't like to have fun. So there's that. Episode 1085 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Best of ish edition. Today's quick tip. Thoughts on running in costume. All right, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip episode, just a quick reminder. See what I did there? Quick reminder, quick tip. Yeah, I'll connect the dots for y'all. Quick reminder that one of the things that I do that honestly I really enjoy doing or offering or making available are the telephone or Skype or Zoom or whatever uh, consult calls, the one-off, you know, you got a couple of questions, a couple of things that you're struggling with. What do you think I should do about X, Y, or Z? Um, the, the consult calls are available. They're ongoing. Uh, whether you, whether it is truly a one-off, you know, we talk once and that's, and that's it. Whether it's something that maybe you want to put on your calendar or at least, you know, know that it's available every, you know, month, two months, three months, whatever it might be. And just kind of check in, you know, here's how things are going. What do you think about this? Uh, there are a few folks that, that have done that of late leading up to big races, whatever. And it's just, you know, I know every, every month, every six weeks, somebody, you know, so-and-so is going to be on the calendar. We, we talk it through, kind of get an update on how things are going, offer maybe some re, reaffirmation that, yeah, what you're doing is working. Keep on keeping on. Maybe say, hell, have you thought about this? Maybe try that a little bit. Uh, whatever the case might be, sometimes that, that little bit of peace of mind, that little bit of outside opinion, that outside perspective that maybe is an informed opinion. I like to think I have an impor- informed opinion when it comes to talking about running things, whether it's injuries, training, whatever. Um All that is available for you any old time you need it. So if you haven't heard me talk about it yet or you haven't looked into it before, disruns.com slash consultation has uh, all the information. Quick and easy. I like to think it's quick and easy. Uh, You can just jump on my calendar whenever it's convenient for you, and I'll give you a buzz, and we will work through whatever little struggles you might have. So uh, if you don't need it right now, cool. If you need it somewhere down the road, it is available. Disruns.com slash consultation. And if you want one for free, there are ways to get them for free. Cough, cough, Diz Runs, New Year's, fat ass, coming coming to you January 1st, 2023, or 2024, or 2025, whenever you're listening to this. Whenever that next January 1st is, we'll do it again. We'll do the thing, and we'll make a free call available as well. But if you need one before then, DizRuns.com slash consultation. So today, taking a little trip back in time Way back in time, episode 178. We're talking 900 episodes ago. We talked about running in costume. I don't know that I've talked about it much since then. We're going to talk about it again today. That's how these best of-ish episodes work. We go back to an episode from back in the day. Maybe it's timely because of seasons. Maybe it's a seasonally timely episode. Maybe it's one of those truly evergreen topics that is worth revisiting once in a while just to refresh your memories. One way or the other, we're going back to October 2015. Like I said, episode 178. The, the first time that I did a quick tip episode, the only time I did a quick tip episode about running in costume, I feel like these have come up a little bit on Q&A episodes over the years, but uh, let's revisit this post from a while back with some tips, some ideas, some suggestions maybe to keep in mind if uh, you're, you're finding yourself, whether it's uh, something that you enjoy doing or whether you find yourself peer pressured somehow into running a costumed race because, uh, you know, look at the calendar. We are uh, just over a month, almost to the day. I guess we are a month to the uh, day-ish from Halloween. And this time of year, it seems like, you know, various races, fun races pop up. Uh, Shoot, I'm doing a a virtual 
Maybe I'm doing a virtual 5K. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk more about that. Uh, but I'm doing a, a virtual race for Alex's le- uh, Lemonade Stand, a uh, charity that, that uh, helps to combat um, children cancer or support those that have the kids, that, kids and families with cancer and also try to, to you know fund research and things like that to try to stamp out uh, cancer in, in children. Um, but they reached out to me and said, hey, do you mind promoting this a little bit? Yeah, sure. We'll do it. Uh, so I'll have a link in the show notes for today if you're so inclined and you want to, to check it out. Um, and you know, just run a little fun virtual 5k or if you're in the Philadelphia area, they've got their, uh, race towards the end of October. I believe it's October 29th, 2022. For those listening as this episode comes out, it's timely. If you listen to it a year from now, it's not so timely. Um, but you can jump in relatively low cost, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, something like that. Support a great cause. Uh, but one way or the other, a lot of folks in that race will be running it in costume. I will not be running my race, whether it's, whether I do an actual, hard 5k still to be determined or whether I do just a, you know, mix it in as part of my long run that day. I will not be wearing a costume that day because, uh, I'm old and I'm curmudgeon and I don't do in my mind, silly things in your mind, maybe fun things like running in costume. Uh, it's just not my thing. Didn't do it at Disney. Don't do it any other time, but this time of year there are, there do tend to be costumed races that pop up here, there and everywhere. And, uh, if, if you're, you know, if that's your idea of a good time, you do you, boo. Um, but here are some things that I would at least keep in mind, especially if you've never done this whole dressing up for a race situation. And and for the record, these are not things that I've learned the hard way. These are things that I've observed from other runners, whether it's running Disney races, where there's lots of costumes, whether it's just, you know, spectating or participating in other relatively themed races where people do get dressed up and I am that curmudgeon that doesn't. Um, so just some things to keep in mind. First and foremost, the material of your costume. Now, depending on the location, depending on the expected weather, having relatively breathable material may not be the, the most important thing. You know, if it's, if it's a chilly fall, October day, crisp morning, you know, maybe, maybe having something that breathes rather well, isn't a huge deal. Cause maybe overheating isn't as much of an issue, but for those of us in the South, thankfully not in Florida anymore, but for those of you down there or just, you know, Georgia, we're still South Texas, Arizona, California, you know, some places where it's still warm in October, you definitely want to make sure that your, your costume material is going to breathe a little bit. All right. Make sure you let some of that heat out. Make sure it's not getting too sweaty and sticky and things like that, um, because that's just not a whole lot of fun, right? Um, especially, and this we'll get to this a little bit more as well. But if you know if you're sweating like crazy underneath your costume and things are starting to move and stick and and uh, maybe you'll rub a little bit, yeah, that's not exactly ideal. So check out the material of the costume that you're wearing. More and more these days, you can you can actually purchase if this is your bag. You can purchase running costumes um, that are created with, you know, with tech material that, that really do breathe quite well. So maybe that's something instead of putting it together on your own, although that could be, I, I would imagine that could be part of the fun, putting your own costume together. Um, but just make sure that, you know, try to avoid all the cottons or some of the, the polyesters or some of those types of things that uh, might look great for the costume, but might not exactly breathe very well and could cause you some problems, maybe to the point where you just say the hell with it and you take it off. You don't want that to happen. You know what? This to be fun, I think. So make sure that uh, you're being aware or at least mindful of any materials that are going into your costume, how they might breathe while running. 
Another thing to keep in mind when it comes to putting your costume together for any themed races this Halloween season or this run Disney season or just any old time that you want to get dressed up for a race, wardrobe malfunctions. Theoretically, some of those types of wardrobe malfunctions could be in play. But I'm thinking just more of, you know, your, your, the, the continuity of your costume staying together. Um, you know, do, do you, especially if you're getting a costume that's not made to be a running costume, you know, you start running, you start moving around, um, and maybe things start to break apart a little bit. Maybe they're, they're a little bit restrictive in how they fit. And so you start moving and things start to tear at seams, um, which I good, I guess could create the original wardrobe malfunction situation. But also just the malfunction of, like, your costume is trashed by the time you get to the finish line. Not exactly ideal. So just be aware of, again, the material, the construction, how it's put together. Um, because I've seen, I've seen some, some costumes that are definitely falling apart and you're trying to hold it together. And, uh, you know, again, like, that's, I feel like that's got to take some of the fun out of it when you're, when you're running. You know, especially if you're running a longer race, you know, a 10-mile, a, a half marathon, something like that. And you're trying to, to hold your costume together for five, six, eight miles. Like, that sucks. Hope you got your pictures taken before the race started. Because uh, there might not be much to take a picture of by the time you hit the finish line. So make sure that your costume, make sure that the material is good. Make sure that, that any pieces and parts and bits and bobs are all held together rather well. Or you might be the one holding them together while trying to run. And that is not exactly ideal. Another thing to keep in mind. In my head, maybe the most obvious one, already kind of mentioned it a little bit, but sometimes these costumes end up causing a little bit of chafing in some places where maybe you don't usually chafe. Um, I know some of you are very familiar with chafing, very familiar with the skin lube or the squirrel nut butter or, you know, insert um, anti-chafe product placement here. And, you know, you don't, you don't head out for any run without lubing up, whether it's the thighs or the arms or, you know, wherever, wherever it rubs on you. Some of us maybe a little bit more fortunate, don't tend to do a lot of chafing. Um, but you, you layer on a costume, layer on something that causes you to sweat a little bit more, or maybe there's just coverage in places that you're not used to having coverage and uh, newsflash that can chafe a little bit. Hopefully, if you're chafing during your Halloween themed race, hopefully it's not so bad that, uh, that it ruins your race. You know, that you, you bloody your nipples and you have problems there. Ladies, I don't think that's too much of a problem for you, but the fellas, the fellas, you know what I'm talking about. You've been there. I've been there. Not ideal. Um, but even if it doesn't rub so much during the race that it caused you a little problem, you know, you know what happens after the race. At some point you're going to take a shower. And you're going to, that water, that soap is going to get to it. And you, whoo, 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 whoo. Yeah. Y'all been there too. I've been there too. A chafing. No bueno. So make sure you, you know, when you're getting your costume or when you're putting things together, make sure you, uh, you know, buy stock in skin lube and, uh, use it liberally. Use it liberally to try to keep that costume from rubbing you in all the wrong, rubbing you all the wrong ways in all the wrong places during your Halloween themed race or whatever your costume themed race du jour. Another thing to keep in mind that again, I've seen this play out so many times that you think so much about the costume and how it looks, but not the functionality of it. And that comes with headgear. 
Now, not necessarily talking about a mask, although I guess that would be a, a factor as well if you were going to try to to run while masked, you know, breathing. Not only the mask breathing, but like you being able to breathe might be a factor, but also just headgear in general, whether it's a wig, whether it's a hat, whether it's some type of something that would go on your head. Um, you know, just, just keep in mind that, I mean, and this sounds obvious. I get it. I know. Bear with me here. Let me, let me, let me explain this one a little bit that running and walking are not the same thing, right? And so if you're running with some big fake wig on, like, you know, it's probably not tied back into a ponytail or a bun, right? Otherwise, why would you go with the wig? Um, so, you know, it might stick all over the place. You start sweating, sticking on your shoulders, your face, whatever. That's kind of not ideal. But if you have something heavier on some type of, of decorative, you know, prop hat or headdress or something, that's going to be, I mean, it may not feel heavy, right? It's not like it's, it's, it's 20 pounds on your head. Hopefully it's not 20 pounds on your head, but when you run and you're leaning forward, and your head is no longer like right directly over your neck, over your shoulders situation. Um, and you're running and you're bouncing, you know, that like stranger things have happened than somebody waking up after wearing some type of head, head piece costumed race and be like, God, my neck is killing me. My upper back, my traps, everything's locked up. Just be aware of that. You know, maybe I don't want to jinx anybody here. But maybe like book that session with your chiropractor for the next day if uh, the the head headpiece is required for your race because your your neck and upper back could be jacked up after five k, ten k, ten miles, whatever of costumed running. So just be aware of that. Try to go light. Um, maybe try to go sans headgear or at least something that you can you can put on for the pictures, take off while you're running. You know, I don't know. I know some of you are, are dedicated. You're committed to your costume. You're committed to the look, which I mean, you know, again, more power to you. I am not, but, uh, just be aware that putting something on your head, even if it doesn't seem heavy, you know, multiply that out by two hours of running could be a thing, could be a thing. Last but not least, and kind of just touched on this a little bit, but be weary of covering your face. Not only if you're wearing a mask in terms of being able to breathe in and out of a mask, but also face paint, makeup, things like that. Um, you know, probably you're going to be sweating a little bit, even if you are somewhere up north where it's a little bit chillier, maybe a crisp, you know, October morning. So you're like, ah, you know, I'm not going to sweat too much. I can, I can, I can wear the the mime paint, or you know, whatever, whatever you've got going on from the the face painted front. But you know, you're out there running for 30 minutes or an hour or two hours or whatever it is, depending on the distance that you're going. You're probably going to start sweating a little bit. And, uh, you know, you might, you might just have some of that sweat running, running your makeup into your eyes. Um, and hopefully it's nothing too, too caustic, nothing that's going to cause you too many problems, but it might just burn a little bit more than, uh, you know, the, the, the sweat by itself. Um, you also might not think about it. Lord knows I've been here before, not in a race, but in other instances where maybe, you know, wearing, uh, wearing the makeup was, uh, was part of the process. You feel yourself sweating. You go to you go to just wipe your brow with your fingers a little bit. And, oh shoot, you know, um, not ideal. So my, my thought, and again, I know I'm I am the uh, the fun police around here. Addison will tell you that as well. Although I think Rebecca is more of the fun police than I am. Let's not kid ourselves on that front. But uh, you know, I would say try to keep your face open, both in terms of mask and in terms of 
makeup and paint and those types of things. If you're running a race, you know, and if you got to go with something as minimal as possible would be my recommendation that said you do you. So, uh, you know, I mean, my recommendation would be don't even show up in a costume at a race, go dressed as a runner and just go run. But you know, I don't like to have fun. So there's that. If you are going to go costumed for a race this Halloween, check, check your costume, make sure it breathes. All right. Make sure that it's solidly constructed so that you don't have any wardrobe malfunctions out there. Lube up. You don't want to chafe too much. Watch, be mindful of any headgear that might be a little heavier than you expect, especially after running for a while. And last but not least, try to keep that face open so it can breathe. And so uh, you don't get too sweaty, gnarly things running in your face, things like that. And of course, and, and maybe this is, this is actually like a decent public service announcement, but check, check race guidelines because certain races will have, they may have limitations on what your costume can be. I know Disney does. They, they don't allow masks, period. So you don't even have the option. Um, so just make sure that, especially if you're running a bigger race, you know, if it's like a local Halloween themed, you know, type of race, you can probably get away with just about whatever. Uh, but if it is a bigger race that you're planning on running and costumed in, um, Halloween or otherwise, you know, enjoy yourself again. And it's not my thing, but Hey, you do you. Um, but just double check if there's different rules about what you can and cannot wear costume wise. Um, because that would really suck if you get there and you're planning on wearing your costume and then you can't, that's, that's a bummer. So have fun, you know, not my, not my bag, not something that, uh, that, that I'm going to participate in this year or any year. Uh, I might run the race. You know, I might try to get that, that Reese's pumpkin at the finish line. Hopefully a good Halloween themed race is going to have some good Halloween candy as part of the, uh, the finish line spread. Um, but I'm not going to trick or treat for it. I'm not wearing a costume for it. Just not doing it. But if you are, you do your thing. Other, uh, running while costumed veterans. What did I miss? What did I forget about? Let me know so I can help spread the word. Feel free to shoot me a message at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. Of course, you can also shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. And if you want to just spread the word on the post for today's episode, Go ahead and point your browser over to disruns.com slash 1085, disruns.com slash 1085. Down there, past the memes, past the gifs, past the photos, past the links is that comment section. And feel free to add any other tips, tricks, thoughts, things like that about running races while in costume that I may have overlooked because I don't have a whole lot read any experience in doing such frivolous things. So those of you with more experience than me, feel free to share whatever wisdom whatever painful experiences you've had in hopes of helping others along the way. With that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. I think last time I did this episode, I put it out on like October the 30th, which sounds like it makes sense, but like probably most of the, the, the Halloween themed races had come and gone by that point. This time we're getting out in front of it. So you got a month, hopefully useful if this is your type of thing. Um, anyway, that's it for today. Y'all hope this was useful. Hit that share button, spread the word. Tell your, help your fellow runners out who might be contemplating costumed running at various points this Halloween season, or again, any old time. Cause you know, there's, there's Christmas themed races. There's Halloween or there's uh, Valentine's day. There's St. Patrick's day. Um, you know, all to, all, all around the year, people get dressed up for various things. Ugh, not my thing. I am not a fun person. Casey haven't figured that out yet. Anyway, y'all be well, take good care. Thanks again for listening. And, uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you. <laughs>